Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show, y'all. It's uh, Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson with Don McLean for the next hour. Happy to have you all. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Steve. Thirsty Thursday, giving away 24 packs of Sunkissed Orange Soda oh, cute. on the 7s. That is not happening. On the 7s. I wish we did stuff on the 4s. I think that's cool. Well, when you know, because do I understand this correctly? Like weather. Weather on the 4s. So that means at 9.04, at 9.14, at 9.24, right? I'm understanding this correctly? I think so. I think that's fun. Okay. Can we? It's also a good way to get appointment listening why don't we suggest that to our boss in the, the next meeting i'll let you take it okay cool we'll see what she says yep you think yeah, she'll right. yeah she'll accept it she loves my ideas yeah. mm-hmm. all right i have bad news for owen wilson oh no but i'm gonna make owen wilson feel better by the end of this okay wow okay. wow <laughs> not a bad dog <laughs> <laughs> no donna you try it again I think we all need to get shirts for our dogs that say, you're not a bad dog, or I'm not a bad dog. <laughs> oh, cute. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, boy. Impressions. <laughs> Outside of Edith Bunker. No, I got nothing. You got nothing. No. But boy, is that Edith Bunker real, real good. I Hit try. it, Donna. No, I can't. Don't sure you can. Me. Let me try, okay? Dance monkey, dance monkey. On my headphones. Yeah. I'll do it off mic a little. Oh! Oh, gee. No, that's not good. That was that's good. not good. Sing the song. Oh, the wow. Wow. I don't want to. Those were the days. That's good, Donna. Thank you. I'm not a bad dog. It really morphed after she did Edith Bunker. It uh, got really... Yeah, yep, it's weird. Uh, oh so back to You're Not a Bad Dog, Owen Wilson. <laughs> so he hosted SNL last weekend. It was season 47. Here's the bad headline for Owen Wilson to wake up to. The lowest rated episode in the show's history. No, in the entire entire show is history but let's let's unpack this a little bit 70s uh it's the lowest Uh, rated episode among adults 18 to 49 the key demo sure in the show's long-running history this according to nielsen but let us continue to read and i think you start to feel better if you're owen wilson uh it was the least watched season premiere episode of all time. It was not technically, though, the least watched of any episode ever in terms of overall total viewers. So this past Saturday's episode, uh, Wilson host, I did a good job in the monologue. That's all I saw, but I thought it was a really nice monologue. It got uh, a .92 rating. That means it got 4.9 million total viewers. So those Nielsen numbers were down 50 percent five zero in that targeted demo of 18 to 49 it was down 41 percent overall from the season 46 premiere last year hosted by 
Chris Rock. So Chris Rock had 8.2 million viewers. But let's break this down. Let's contextualize it. We are all smart. Yeah. It was the the uh, the Owen Wilson number that he got, that .92 rating, was the second highest number in that key demographic. Again, I know this is a little TV nerdy, but for any comedy that aired during the fall TV premiere week, only The Simpsons premiered uh, better than SNL. So all of the other television comedies that had a season premiere, SNL was the second best comedy. And think of this, the the Simpsons airs in primetime and had an NFL lead in. So of course it's going to do really good. It's got that leftover audience from an NFL Sunday. So it was the second best comedy showing this year. Okay. Owen all Wilson right. can feel That's good about that. That's very confusing, but okay. The previous all-time ratings low for an SNL belonged to Keegan-Michael Key. So other big, hot names sure. haven't done well. That was on May 15th of this year. Uh, let's see. The the unfortunate uh, distinction of the lowest total viewers of all time still belongs to Scarlett Johansson, oh. who only had 4.7, total view, 4.7 million total viewers back in May of 2015. So it's not all just pandemic-y. So it was a bad premiere number for SNL. But in terms of comedies that just premiered this fall, 2021, it did really well. Second best comedy number this year. But think, Chris Rock had, we came out of an election. Yes. So that was hot. It was the first time we had an audience back at SNL during the pandemic. So that was hot. And it was the first time that Jim Carrey was going to be doing his uh, Joe Biden impression. So that was hot. Okay. He was set up for success. This is just a dollar a year. It's apples and oranges to compare the Chris Rock episode. Thank you. Uh, You know, the monologue was controversial. We knew it would be going into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's... Yeah, Chris Rock, not Owen Wilson. Right. just not fair. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of the same thing when new albums come out and they do poorly. Yeah. For a really hot artist. Well, Mm -hmm. you have to think who else was releasing albums that same day. Yes. You know, that has a huge impact also, on how you do. This was the first time ever that SNL streamed SN, uh, streamed live on Peacock. It was the first time oh, that I you could ever that. watch it streamed live on Sorry. Peacock think, or like NBC.com. So it took away, that took away some viewers, probably not a ton. Do you think that that, okay, that's what I was going to ask, that that took away some people from watching it? They think it took away uh, some, but not it's not like, oh, otherwise we would have had 8 million viewers. Right. But, you know, there's some nominal amount. Okay. So we're not the only ones who didn't watch SNL. That's my point. I wonder how Kim Kardashian's going to do this weekend. I bet a lot of people are going to watch. I bet she'll do really well. You know, she gets the social media pull, too, oh, yeah. which is she can advertise yep. on her Instagram. Let's look at how many followers And she it has. will be considerably... More impactful if she chooses to do that than any NBC promo could ever do. Which she, I'm going to guess. Okay, I bet here Kim we go. Kardashian has 127 million followers. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You're not even close. What? 257 million followers. Really? Yes. That's um, almost America. Yes. Yeah. This I mean, America. good for her. I, you know, yeah. I mean, to come from just, you know, being friends with Pierce Hilton, mm-hmm. having a sex tape that you didn't want released and then overcoming all of that and becoming one of the, 
hugest pop culture icons in the world. Hugest, we really just big. have to, I mean, she has to thank um, the network that has the, the Kardashian. It's E, right? It's E, yeah. 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 And Ryan Seacrest, the executive producer. Yeah. Right. Well, he's because, making money on them. Oh, man. Oh, he doesn't gosh. have to do anything, does he? But he does everything. I know. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. Must love the work. I don't, and I don't get what's going on with Kim Kardashian and Kanye. They keep showing up places together. It's like, are you getting divorced? Are you Yeah, because back it together? says um, page six had a story that they were together and he was helping her with her, her monologue because she's very nervous about hosting SNL. So he's coaching her and helping her with outfits oh. and costumes. Hmm. But are they also... Between sessions, having, having their own sessions, yeah, yeah, they're like, now we're gonna have this session. Well, I don't know about our love. By the way, Ew. someone who has more <laughs> followers than Kim Kardashian, Dwayne, the, the, the Rock, Rock Johnson, Johnson. He does? has two hundred and seventy-three million. Which is why movie studios, if they want him to do a tweet or excuse me, uh, an Instagram post about the movie, they have to factor that into the contract. And I believe it comes to the tune of a million dollars. Unbelievable. Go get it. Go get it. Uh, Why don't we take a quick break, do some hammy stretches. It's a Thursday, Throwback Thursday music trivia coming up at... 1130 college yes. of pop culture knowledge at 1030 and at 930 uh, we talk all things real housewives and by we I mean Don and Donna and I do some banking online. <laughs> all right. Hey, when we come back, why did Pop-Tarts pick the name Pop-Tarts and what fake sounds would CBS add to their broadcasts until they got called out? That and other things you don't need to know. You'll be happy. You know, them. when we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, my talkers, Miss Shannon here, and the Twin Cities Film Fest opens October 21st with your first chance to see Benedict Cumberbatch in the electrical life of Louis Wayne. It looks visually stunning, and I can't wait to check it out. Other films making their Twin Cities debut at the fest are Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch with Timothy Chalamet, Bill Murray, and Tilda Swinton, plus a new film starring Joaquin Phoenix called Come On, Come On. And the Twin Cities Film Fest is going to close October 30th with Kenneth Branagh's buzzworthy film, Belfast. At the Twin Cities Film Fest, this year we'll have features, documentaries, and short films in person at the Showplace Icon Theater and over 90 features and short films online streaming in the comfort of your home. Or grab a hybrid pass with access to the in-person and online films throughout the fest. So get your passes today at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And this. All righty, I threw uh, two little teasers out there your way. What did? Why did Pop Tarts pick the name Pop Tarts? And what did CBS? What fake thing did they add to their broadcast that they got called out for? Where would you like to begin? Pop Tarts or CBS? Um, CBS. What do you think they used to add? Into their broadcast, like fake sounds oh. of something in particular until they got called out back in the year 2000. Um, I am going to go with, I am going to go with typewriters. Typewriters? Or keyboards. That is entirely incorrect. Don, have a guess. Uh, applause. Applause. Better, 
Better guess, by okay, the way. Okay, cars going by when no, they're doing reports? CBS used to artificially add bird sounds. Oh, my gosh. To their golf coverage. This until the year 2000 <laughs> when a bird expert noticed that the noises didn't match the birds that lived in the area. Yes. And then he exposed them. Oh, I love that. The, the Masters coverage on CBS, which is every April, Always, they always have these bird sounds, and the flowers are beautiful. And people always wondered, are these fake birds? Is it? Does it really sound like that? Are they golfing in an aviary? So they had to stop doing that. Hmm. Now, were they just trying to? They were replacing the crowd noise, which I know people are. You think that they're quiet, but this was adding to the the soothing ambiance. A peaceful green. He lines up. So for it's a even putt. easier to sleep while having golf on. That's exactly right. Exactly right. That's when I take a nap on the couch. TV's melatonin. No matter how much, no matter how much of a golf fan you are, it's just the soothing voices of the commentators. They never get too excited, and it's all he's lining up for a putt. I mean, they do a lot of that really quiet talking because often you have a golf, uh, you know, commentator, play-by-play guy who is just off the green, so the players can hear them. Jimmy, what's he looking at there? Well, he's got an eight-foot putt. And it should break a little bit right to left. Eight and that's putt. how they talk. Are they really that big? <laughs> talking about the length an of how eight. long he has to putt. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant an eight foot tall putter. 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 No. Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> oh my oh, with Sorry. what frequency do you watch sports? Is it like um, monthly or a couple times a year you'll watch an event? Yes. Maybe twice. Maybe once. I'll watch like the big stuff. Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe some baseball playoffs. Oh, dramatic game last night. I Dodgers and Cardinals walk early. off home run, bottom of the ninth. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, this is good. Uh, let's talk Pop-Tarts. Kellogg's picked the name Pop-Tarts because Andy Warhol's pop art movement was huge. When they introduced the product in the 1960s. So instead of pop art, it's pop tart. You got it. It's like a play on pop art. As you say it, it makes even more sense oh, to wow. me. Oh, wow. That's neat. That wow sounded weird. What do you mean? I thought you were going to keep working on your Owen Wilson. Oh, no. I was just doing a regular old eval. Give us the will, will. Oh, wow. You're not a bad dog. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Why do we Thanks, say o'clock? It's yeah. four oh, o'clock. This is so funny to me. Do you know this? Uh, uh, no, but I encountered, I had a an incident where it was used in a flirtatious way. I want to know why, though. Oh, is it an Irish fact. thing? All right, but then we're going to want to know your... Uh, <laughs> okay. Not a clock, it's an o'clock. Uh, Steve O. Patterson. Ew. Cookie O'Puss. Oh, yeah, remember Cookie O'Puss? <laughs> yeah. They had Cookie Puss, and then they said, let's make Cookie O'Puss. 
Jo, det just talks like this. Cookie opus. God bless Carvel. Uh, Thank you for remembering. You got it, buddy. Um, here's why. In the Between the 13th and the 17th centuries, clocks weren't really prominent. They just weren't around much. So when somebody was telling you the time from a rare clock, as opposed to a sundial or just guessing, they would say it's four of the clock. Oh, I see. That became o'clock. So that meant I'm giving you the time from the clock that's in the town square. I see. Not from the sun. Oh, that's great. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Now, what, what did yeah, you who encounter? who flirted with you? Okay. No, um, I was in a convenience store, and the line what? was long. This was in Kansas City once, and there was a guy standing there flirting with the cashier. And they were, you know, taking... At, between each transaction, they were saying more. And he goes... So when do you when do you get off work? And she goes four. And he goes four o'clock. <laughs> and she goes yeah four o'clock. And I just thought that was the funniest thing. Like no, like, what, no what other bananas? Yeah. No four right. Tic Tacs. Four not no o'clock. No four Pop Tarts. Oh, that's funny. He was nervous, and so and so he know. had to continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. He was in his construction vest. Oh, whoa. and it was like I thought that was so so funny. Let me guess. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. And then <laughs> she the repeated four, talking four about? o'clock. Yeah, I read minds. I think they kind of got together at four o'clock and mm. made some oh love. Kaka. <laughs> mm, Convenience mm-hmm. store love connections. <laughs> it's great. You know, like People does everyone deserves love. You're uh, yes, absolutely. Aww. Even construction workers? Yes. Ap- we're about to do project down in dirty construction. Right, that's right. That was a test and you passed yep, yep. on. Whoop, whoop. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm hey, here for sound effects today. How many people? Ooga! <laughs> Give us some birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. Hidden talents, guys. Donna, You're honest to goodness, all this time Whistler. spent alone on your patio, uh, and then it turned into whistling. this. Thanks. I want to. I want to. I try. can't whistle at all. No. Really? No. Come, come on. Oh, come. yes, you can. Oh. <laughs> What about can you suck in and whistle? Sometimes that's easier. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> made a slurping sound. <laughs> I can sometimes go. Nope, not Dawn, today. You strike me as someone who would like put their two fingers in their mouth. Oh, and I go, can't. That is absolutely impossible. Well, I don't know is, how yeah. anyone does that. Get the attention of the neighborhood. Right? Hey, is Billy home for dinner? Whistle. Hey, Billy. And she can just go, and it's super loud. <laughs> All right, you're walking by a guy that you think is hot. Oh, God. And he gives you a... <laughs> who cartoony or do you respond? I, pr- I would be I would excited. respond. Yeah, I'd be excited With another that. whistle, right? What whistle would you respond with? Oh, well, I wouldn't. Oh. I would just laugh, probably. Wow, Donna. Listen to that. You're really good. That's a really clear Thanks, whistle. Guys. That is a good whistle. Oh, man. Dawn, did you watch Real Housewives of I Beverly? I sure did. Oh boy. oh, boy. Well, we've got a uh, a trailer where Andy Cohen is grilling Erica Jane. We're going to visit that when we come right back on my talk. Good morning. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh. Oh boy, it's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. That's us, along with producer Don McLean. 
So, I caught up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was the finale last night. Yes. I don't normally watch it live, but I was like, I got to watch this. I got to see what's going on. With commercials. Yeah. That's the the only thing I watch live is Real Housewives. Wow. What did you think of the finale? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, There was one thing uh, I thought. Kyle really screwed up by telling Erica what Sutton said at their little lunch that they had. Yeah, she's such a pot stirrer sometimes. Yeah, and I really had never seen her that way. And maybe it's the producers trying to get Erica riled up again. But she had actually talked to Sutton and made, you know, nicey-nice so that they could actually not just be silent around each other. Mm -hmm. And she said she was sorry. For lashing out at her. It was yes, an apology, Erica, but at yes. least, I mean, come on, from America, that was a big deal. I would have accepted it. I do think that she went beyond, I would have maybe wanted more at a different time. But, you know, I think that they had settled or at least come to a point where it wasn't awkward. And then right. Kyle says to stir the pot. She said, um, you know, Sutton doesn't believe you in what you said about the accident. And then Erica got all riled up again. And I'm like, why did you do that? And Kyle's the one who started the the fight to begin with because she was stirring the pot the first time saying when they were at dinner, she said to Sutton, oh, come on, Sutton, tell Erica what you're really thinking. Yeah. So Kyle and uh, what's her face? Rinna. Yeah. They're little pot stirrers. They are. They're really good at getting somebody, taking someone aside, getting them to say a bunch of things, not responding about the way they feel, but then going to other people and reporting. Like throwing them under the bus. Because they don't ever agree with them. They just get information out of them and then repeat it. Right. It's just, uh, it makes me so angry. I, I, You know, I do feel bad for Sutton. It, Erica Jane is so inconsistent. Yeah. She's so unpredictable. She's like that crazy friend that you don't know what's going to set her off, you yeah. know? Do you remember when, I don't know if you were watching then, but when Eileen... Oh, yes, who was my one of my favorite stars on she, Days of Our Lives. Yes, and she's so lovely and... Erica Jane just lashed out at her. She didn't even say anything. And she was like, don't you ever talk about my son. And she's like, what? It's it's a really scary place to be. You know what it feels? It feels like you're constant. Like there's there's eggshells everywhere, you know, and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, or landmines. You don't know when it's going to go off. An eggshell just cracks a little. Yeah, that's right. A landmine blows the place up. And she's just she goes from. Like zero to 80 in a second. And yeah. you just don't know. So I think the problem is, you know, she was trying to avoid, she has her lawyers involved saying, you can't say this, you can't say that. That's so true. she can't tell the whole story. And I really feel like the ladies should have recognized that. Like right. they're asking question after question and like trying to check her on what she said last time. And it's just. It's the combination of you have you're in the middle of a legal case, so you can't speak about it. But then she's also trying to craftily, craftily <laughs> lay That's the it. groundwork for um, setting up a story that I don't necessarily believe is true completely about Tom's mental health. Right. And I think that she thought she was crafty enough and smart enough to put little clues out there that were vague mm-hmm. that made it seem like she's trying not to incriminate herself and, and to be protecting protect Tom. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, mm-hmm. the uh, trailer, mm-hmm. uh, is that what you call it? The promo for the uh, reunion show is out. Do you see the um, the time code? I put yes, in? Okay. I did. So Andy Cohen, he doesn't care. He's going to grill her. Here's a little bit of, of that promo. Hold on just a second. Okay. We're laughing at my up life. I can't control what comes out of their mouth. And you know what? I can't control what Tom Girardi did. The way that you spoke to me is not okay. You were being a bitchy We're going to put you on a skewer, and I'm going to fire up the barbecue. Oh, no. Why didn't you leave Tom sooner? Where was I going? I know what you make on this show. Hold on. Did you feel you were held captive? He's having multiple affairs, yet, as we know, he put $20 million and more into your account. (sighs) Who believes Erica did not know anything about what Tom was doing? Can someone please back me the up on what I'm saying? You were manipulating the narrative by saying that the cognitive decline started Mm. three years ago. That's not true. Again, here you are, looking at me, rolling your eyes. It lands differently when there are air crash victims. Have you asked him if he did it? I asked him, why am I white? Well, she gets choked up. Wow. She she can't answer the question. You can tell she's thinking. Okay. Well, I have goosies. Oh, my gosh. I think... They were really under fire. I think that Andy Cohen, people started saying, why are you allowing this person to have a platform? And all of these victims are out there struggling and she is able to, you know, be on this show and make money off of you whenever all of these things are unsettled. Do you think he met with her beforehand and said, look, here's what everybody's saying. The headlines are the headlines. And I got to clear my name. I got to go hard at you. And, and you know, maybe he tipped her off a little bit. Like I'm going to, I'm going to come at you. Yeah. Um, so just be prepared for that. You know, I love you, but I got to ask the questions that I got to ask. And you're still hired for next season. Yes. Right. You're still going to make, uh, your half a million dollars an episode. That's unusual. Yeah. It's unusual because she, um, they were comparing other cast members in the past who have made like ten thousand yeah, an episode. Right. I so wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and they they she's a big a, draw. You know, she really is. Sure. She's yeah. the reason why I started watching again. Yeah, and to you know learn who Sutton and who Sutton was. You know. So according to the Sun, Erica is paid five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sorry, I said per episode, per season, per season. Yeah, which makes her one of the richest cast members on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's tied for the highest paid cast member uh, alongside Kyle Richards and Lisa Rinna, who also make the same pot stirrers. So that's twenty five <laughs> grand per episode, Don. Yeah, but still, that's way over. Most people get in that. <clears throat> excuse me, in that level of their career with the franchise they're getting 10 million an episode or 10,000 an episode right i uh, gotcha yeah but so. they are they're a big draw people yeah. want to know you know the the dirt they want to know all this the juicy gossip and and Kyle and Lisa Rena they're the anchors that are always there stirring the pot yep now let's transition into something that is a little funnier what did you think of Kathy Hilton's lampshade 
um, hat. hat last night. <laughs> oh, Kathy. I didn't know what she was doing. Well, I'm I mean, like, Steve, okay. you got to see this hat. It looks just like a lampshade. It's it's almost like, remember uh, Fat Albert? And yeah. the, hey, ba 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 like that guy. <laughs> it's just so strange. I love her. She adds something quirky to the cast that is just very charming, mm-hmm. very likable. See, I must have seen a weird episode. The one episode, excuse me, the one 10 minutes that I watched. <laughs> she was there. They were having a party at somebody's house. It was like uh, some kind of a brunchy party. Okay, yeah. Then Erica Jane showed up. And they're like, oh, she's here. It was just right when everything was sort of popping off. Then they go in and they have lunch at this big, long table. A Parisian party. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. And I found Kathy Hilton to be, every time she would say something, I felt like if the if the song was going well, she was like the cowbell in the Blue Oyster Cult uh, uh, thing on SNL, where it's just like, oh, that just kind of ruined the flow a little bit. But all of That's you guys say lovely things about her. Because it's funny. Like, somebody will be saying something, and then she, you're right, she kind of brings it to a screeching halt. And then she talks in code. She never says anything. Yeah. Like if she were talking about Erica and Sutton, she might say something like, well, you know. You can't really because of. Because of. And Kyle understands it. Kyle understands the language because Kyle is her sister. Other people are like, what are you talking about? Like, who are you talking about? What are you talking about? I know. Hey, there was also a clip that um, was earlier in that promo we just listened to. And Crystal I guess says something to Erica like, where's the anger towards Tom? And then Erica is like, is this angry enough for you? Really scary, Steve. There's also a point, speaking of Crystal, where she reveals how much vitriol and hate mail she's received mm-hmm. um like racist like stuff. hundreds and hundreds of messages a day to, a day towards her about her speaking out about something that i feel like was really important that happened on the show sutton said i don't see color and as an asian american she said that offends me and this is why she was trying to have like a teaching moment with her. Mm-hmm. Sutton took it very, very badly and said, I am not racist. You know, just because I'm Southern doesn't mean that I'm racist. And I, li- I love you just for being you. And I don't see that you're Asian. She's like, but I am Asian. And if you don't see if you don't see color, then you don't see the injustice. And you don't see me. You right. Know? And it's something. Well, and what's her name, too? Um, oh, gosh, Garcelle. She also had a moment where she was like, my whole life I have been trying to fit in Mm -hmm. and I'm different. And without recognizing that I'm different, then you don't understand my journey. You don't you don't get, you know, how hard it is to fit in with a bunch of white, rich ladies. Right. So I I really appreciated that. I wish they had more on that. Yes. Because I think we all need to see that and to hear about it. Absolutely. But anyway, by the way, Paris Hilton's uh, mom is Kathy Hilton. And Paris Hilton was kind of a party girl (laughs) a while ago. Uh, To say the least. Right. And so Kathy, when she was trying to, you know, her parents ended up sending her to that boarding school, which turned out to be a terrible experience for her. Right. Um, But Kathy used to um, call the New York Post 
the city desk at the New York Post looking for her because they knew that the paparazzi would be able to find her. They like at resources. one in the morning. Yes. Middle of the night, oh where's our gosh. daughter? And then they would be able to tell her, oh, she's at Club W. Right. Right, right, right. Thank you. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. But Kathy said it was scary because there'd go days sometimes that they wouldn't see Paris Hilton. Wow. And be like, where is she? And then you have, what's life like when you have to call the New York Post? Right. To get tabs on your daughter. Damn. It's good to be a Hilton. I don't know. That doesn't seem good to me at all. Well, Kathy Hilton, anyway. She just built, they they were going to move. Into a house. Oh yes, and they, they just you know showed Kathy Hilton in this construction of this home that Steve is fifty two million dollars. That's what they're going to ask for it. Okay. It's so enormous. Her husband. They thought they wanted to move out, so they started building this house. But now they decide they wanted to, because of the memories and stuff. They want to stay in their old house. So now they're going to put it on the market for fifty two million. Like love it or list it, Hilton edition. Yeah, yeah. It, the, I they are filthy rich, and we have to go. Uh, when we come back, Donna's got a weird story about celebrity feet because she's really into feet. <laughs> that, when we come back, it's Donna and Steve. My talk. We're back, Donna and Steve on my talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment. Can't walk around in the halls anymore yeah, and have know, some right? water cooler talk. I mean, they said they wanted us back here. And so that means we're going to be late coming back from break sometimes because we're not professional. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right. I always start talking if I see that the... Thanks, Dawn. Gonna, I'm not going to let it run Steve out. Steve goes, the red light's not on. We don't have to go back yet. That I go, I works. have a feeling she's waiting for us. <laughs> we were hanging with Millennial Hannah. What a weird person. <gasps> she is strange. That's a compliment. I love weird her is good. so much. Yeah, stay weird. We're, stay weird. She'd be good in Austin. That's their tagline. Yeah, stay, stay weird, weird in that's Austin. Right. I love Austin so much. We said uh, Donna great. right now on the stream yard, how our video cuts off. She looks like a casual prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I'm wearing stripes. But, but I get all we it. see are the stripes. It looks very prisoner uniform. Hannah said the Hamburglar. Oh. Yeah. And then she said, R.I.P. Hamburglar. Yeah, I go, really? I don't think he's dead. He I might think be he's dead. just robbing someplace. <laughs> I don't know. You don't hear him much anymore. It's like he's, he's bad press. It's too edgy for McDonald's. How about anymore. Grimace? Remember what Grimace is? He's a taste bud. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. Dawn, did you know that about Grimace? I, I heard it from you. Oh, thank Thanks you. For and listening. I thought it was so weird. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, right. I'm going to go. Let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, um, have you heard of WikiFeet? Only from you and I don't want to go there. Well, you think WikiFeet is somebody who has a foot fetish. You think you're going to go there and you're going to see all sorts of close-ups of celebrity feet. Yeah, which I don't want to see. There's not even... It's so stupid. If you go to... I went to wikifeet.com and you're seeing pictures of people... Good thing my mic was off. Uh, who are? We heard you through my, <clears throat> Steve's mic. I know. <laughs> um, they they just happen to be barefoot, but there's no like close up of their feet or anything. It's just the collaborative celebrity feet website. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because Kim Kardashian 
recently discovered it. And she was initially confused by it, but she was very excited to learn that the site gave her a perfect score of five stars. That's all she cares about. (laughs) It's so true. Like you don't care that people are using your feet for whatever pleasures pleasures they need to. She's like, great, I'm perfect. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that sad? But is also involved in prison reform. That's true, and she's also going to law school or studying to take the bar exam. Remember I don't that? like this. Let me tell you something. I don't like it because the site sucks. Oh. Because the way it's laid out? or There's no feet. Oh. I mean, you have to, like, it's just modeling pictures. Maybe there's a different wiki feet? I want to say this about feet now. Oh, they have a gift shop, too. What can you buy? Toe rings. <laughs> Ankle bracelets. Uh, hey, those little toe socks that we talked about the other day, they're to keep you from snagging your pantyhose. Yeah. I said that. Did you say that? Yeah. What now? I went to full bunion cover. Oh, I yeah. Tell me about, uh, can I divert and yeah. ask you what yeah. you're talking about? I might not have been here. It's I an individual have... big toe sock. <laughs> That uh, let's just say the country of Japan made. Sure. And it's you put it over your sock, and because your big toe, no, you put it over your. Or you toe. put it over your toe. Excuse me, your big toe, because that big like toenail toe is most likely to cause a run yes. in your pantyhose. The problem is no one's on. wearing pantyhose anymore. Donna, I have on some tights right now. I can't go. I cannot go bare leg. I can't. Yeah. So what? that's why I always wear pants because I don't want to be out of style. And what about a? Uh, I, my daughter to told me it was out of style, and I stopped. Pantyhose. Yeah, and I, I used to wear them all like every day here. Yeah, and I stopped wearing a dress, like dresses, because I'm like I'm not going pantyhose list. I'll still wear pantyhose though. Wait a minute for a nice outfit. Let's test this theory here. Mm-hmm. Um, you get invited to a an award ceremony, mm-hmm. and they're honoring you. Yeah. yeah. And this is not a time to bust out a pantsuit. You're not going be, to a job interview. Yep, I'm doing a jumpsuit. It says formal. It says formal. Yeah, women I will please wear in dresses, them. men yeah. in tuxes. Donna, you have to make a decision. Well, then I'll wear black pantyhose. Why not bare leg? I want you to love they your always, legs. I think they look fake. It looks really weird to me. Your legs are pantyhose legs. Pantyhose legs. Uh, Kate Middleton did bring pantyhose back, though, for a while. You're avoiding the question. Why, what's, how do we get you to just love your legs and wear a skirt and feel good about it? Uh, I don't know. Get me like an anti-itch cream for my knees. <laughs> well, your knees are um, splotchy. Splotchy? Yeah. I have a little eczema on my knees. Oh, okay, sure. there. Yay. Are you happy that I was so vulnerable? Forced into it, by the way. Whoa. It's good for you. You have to be forced into it. You- Otherwise, you'll live a shelled life. You'll die having shared virtually nothing of consequence with people. That's no way to live. Certainly no way to die. Some things are meant to be private. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me that in four months when you've suddenly got an itch cream endorsement (laughs) that's paying for your (laughs) Multi-level. Multi-level. you guys. Yeah. Uh, Oh, here's my thing about feet. Don't show them off, guys. They all look terrible. They're just not good. You are projecting yeah. your terrible feet onto yeah, other men. That, yeah. Now, wait. No, no, no. First of all, that's true. You know, I have double bunions. Hashtag warrior just keeps showing up on and off. Undiagnosed plantar fasciitis. Flat feet. The list goes on. But <sighs> I'm just telling you this. Ladies, you think that your feet look good? They don't. Yeah, they Dudes, do. Dudes, you think your feet look good? They don't. 
Mm-mm. They don't. Toes are weird endings to the human body. Yeah. It's when the human body quit. <laughs> and they yeah. didn't make it very durable either because I have a hammer toe. Yes. It gives me problems. I f- think I should have surgery. You probably should. I think toes are like your privates. They should be kept clothed. I feel the same way. Feet shots and these lunatic guys out there who are sending out pictures of stuff. I'm like, doesn't matter the lighting. I don't care if you put paint on the nails. It still looks very... Prehistoric. Yes. Yeah, it's just nakedness, and I, I'm not for that. <laughs> Me neither. I like low lights. Wiki feet for you guys. There you go. I'm not going there. Just check it out real quick. Like I went there, and they are weird oh. photos. Because you're right, it's not creepy. It's yeah, just, it's like modeling. Full, like a full body shot. Yeah. Oh, and also their feet are there. Yeah, Have but you, you have to seen... like zoom in. You ever huh. seen Rocco's toes? No, I don't want to think about that. I haven't either, private. but don't you imagine that they would be pretty... Like, I think gnarled. you guys should just leave this topic where it is and transition into something new. Yeah, like All Kenny's right. toes. <laughs> or no, no toes. No, no, no I don't toes. Think just get into music toes. next. Bye, Dawn. Bye. Kenny right. is like original man. <laughs> I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want that.